Have you ever wondered what makes bodies tick? Are you creating the sexual reality you desire and require? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? What if your fantasies are not as strange as you thought they were? What if you could learn to be kinder to your body and kinder to others' bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How has your sex life or lack of it affected other areas of your life? Have you lost your mojo and wondered where to find it? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, Body Whisperer, Melitza Yelenich. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Pleasure Zone. And tonight, we're having a fun little conversation called A Little to the Left, Please. And my guest tonight is G- uh, Keisha Clark. I almost called you Geisha. I was thinking Geisha Girls. <laughs> and then, then your name changed from, from Keisha to Geisha. That's cool. <laughs> so, so Keisha is, not only she's a friend of mine, she's also a producer of, one of the producers of my radio show. And uh, the other night, we were just, I don't know where it came from, but it was like, hey, want to come on my show? She's like, oh. Okay, what are we talking about? <laughs> um, okay, let's do it. <laughs> like, awesome. Yeah. So, so we are going to be talking about stuff. Um, before we get into this show about a little to the left, because not everybody's got the little to the left, but um, somebody <laughs> has it in other directions. It may be up your nose. I don't know. People have different things. It's okay. <laughs> so... Uh, one of the things that attracts me to talk about this topic every week for like over the last year, um, just talking about bodies and sex and pleasure, is that it's like one of the most fun things on the planet for me are bodies and pleasure and touch and sex. And how's it get any better than that? And I get to talk yeah. about it to you guys. And you, can, <laughs> you guys listen to me. That blows my mind. <laughs> Thanks for listening to me. So, yeah, I I work with bodies. (laughs) That's what I do. I play with them, Um, whatever that means to you. Take it however you like. I play with bodies. And I get paid for it. Is that legal where you live? Because it's not where I live. (laughs) It is actually, uh, actually, the funny part is, like, some things are legal in Canada and some things are not. There's, like, a gray area. So... So, um, yes, though, I do body work where I actually move your body, align your spine. If you get turned on, woohoo, because that happens sometimes. And I also do a lot of energy work. And I've had many people have the awesome reaction of having uh, orgasmic responses in their body. So how fun is that, right? So sex, bodies, fun, play, touch, how's it get any better than that? And today I'm talking with Keisha, who also does accessness. Um, and it's totally brilliant and has a radio show on this station on Fridays. It's called Living Wheel, correct? Living Well, uh-huh. It's spelled well, but W-E-A-L. I always say wheel because it's spelled. I know. Well, yeah. that's actually like the traditional pronunciation. And me being the unconventional gal that I am, I actually pronounce it well. <laughs> okay, I like it. I was like, that's like Celtic Gaelic or something, and I like it. Kind of, sort of, Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so we're going to be talking about, I mean, living well. How much is, like, asking your body um, and asking your partner's body what it would like? Really, like, an aspect of living well. Mm-hmm. So how I fun love is that. it? Yeah. 
living crappy would be like, no, sorry, um, I'm just going to lie here. I know that you think that's my clitoris, but it's actually. Not doing it for me. Right? I think that was like something where I had like an ingrown hair. Oh, it's no. not the right spot. Thank you. Are the eggs done? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> On, on the name, the, the word well, uh, in part, one of the ways I apply it in, in the energy of my show is uh, as an acronym. And one of the questions that it kind of works with is, um, are you willing to embody abundant living? And mm-hmm. so we talk about all kinds of things pertaining to embodiment and abundance and truly living and the willingness to choose that. And so this is kind of a beautiful cross-pollination with our two shows and these this very topic. Cool. Yeah, so how how much did our shows want to play together? <laughs> For a really long time, actually. Like, yeah. uh, Keisha, Keisha, you've been such a gift to my show. There's been so many times where, oh um, as I, even before your show, you would be on in the chat room and, like, so present and, like, such a contribution so that it was talking to air all the time. It was so friggin' awesome, and I'm so grateful for you. Um, oh. Actually, to be quite honest, you were one of the people. There was about a handful of people who actually were always, like, had my back on the show, and you guys are part of the reason yeah. why I still have it. So thank oh, you. Oh, I'm honored. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. I I so appreciate your willingness to embody all of the energies of pleasure and and all of the conversations that can happen uh, within that grand and glorious um, umbrella, if you will. (laughs) Um, Your show that you were doing this past Monday, in fact, um, you had this ease of talking. And um, in addition to your fun story about the bear, (laughs) which was really amazing, um, I'm like, I want to be in a place where I see bears. <laughs> but uh, you, I, I just so appreciate, you know, one, as you say, your, your willingness to be on a global uh, venue and and putting conversations into the world that are really uh, all around and about subject matter that for many, many people, it, they will not speak about it, um, you know. And, and you were a guest on my show once with um, Annie... I can never say yes. names. Mm-hmm. It's amazing, <laughs> yes. Annie. And we talked about pleasure play. And, um, you know, it's amazing to me how quickly people really shut their bodies down and close their bodies off and shut off their whole energy. You know, they just sort of like cut off their entire being when you start talking about pleasure, when anyone starts talking about pleasure. And so I'm so excited that you do this. And I'm so grateful <laughs> that you do this. And I'm. I feel very much privileged to get to be uh, on a station that carries this type of conversation and and promotes the consciousness around sex and sexualness and being present with our bodies. So thank you for for being one of those beautiful beings who is an invitation to more of what is possible. So keep going, honey. I have like tears in my eye right now. Thank you. (laughs) Walk on, sister goddess. (laughs) Tonight I was like, yeah, the show actually kind of came to me, I think, literally when um, when we were, I think it was when we were last week. I don't even know, but it was really close to that. So it was really, uh, and it was like, 
oh, wow, I wonder how many times. And it's not just like with lovers, it's not just like asking them in the bedroom what you would like. Right. It's like so many places where we're just not willing to say. Yeah. Um, no, it's like, oh, if I, but if I ask him to please close the door when he goes poo, like, mm-hmm. will he be all offended and up in my face? Like, but mm-hmm. what if you just ask? Like, okay, cool. Love you, sitting there on the toilet. Can you just close the door? Awesome, thanks. Right. I was just walking by, thinking about coffee was, and thinking about that, but thank you. <laughs> Even though I don't drink coffee. Like, actually, that whole scenario doesn't really happen to me anymore. <laughs> but, but it used to, like, a lot. Like, And I, yeah, I lived with somebody who was, like, chronic. Like, nothing was... Like, it doesn't... I don't have a point of view about people pooping, but I don't have to see it all the time. Plus, True. at the time, I was, like, changing diapers all the time. I was, like, True. had enough yeah. of poop all right. the time. Right. God, I look at 12 diapers a day. I don't need to look at your butt. Like, I'm really good here. I'm really good. <laughs> My poop quota has been met. Thank you, darling. <laughs> That's right. If there is a poop quota, I have met that. Right. <laughs> so, so it's like, and would you just be willing to go, like, can you please just close the door? That would be so great. It would just make my life a little bit happier. And if it's not such an intrusion in your world, that'd right. be great. Um, yes. And so, yeah, the, all those places where we refuse to say is true to us mm-hmm. uh, and our bodies and what's a kindness to us and to our bodies. And there's, yeah, yeah that probably never happened to you, right, Keisha? Like you, uh. you've probably been in, in these relationships where, you know, they just would be totally up front and everybody's like yeah, right no. there and present. <laughs> No, I haven't so met anybody way. yet that's had that. So. <laughs> no, it's, it's kind of a pro- And you know, it's funny. It's like you kind of, I think for a lot of us, we sort of reach a point that uh, we we develop a certain type of ease um, and that looks different for each of us. Um, but it's because it's, we're really not taught to have conversation. We're really not given the tools to have conversation and actually communicate or convey what we what's really going on for us and and it's it's kind of funny uh in these last couple of weeks for me in particular this type of thing has really been getting more clear for me or or i've been getting more clarity around this i could say um so, yeah, and especially when it comes to those what we call intimate moments, whether that's just the intimate in in a sense of being in kind of close quarters or whether it's that intimacy of, you know, your barriers are down, you might be emotionally, physically, spiritually naked, you might be physically naked, uh, all of the above. There, it's who who teaches us, who encourages us, and who like fosters our self esteem and our capati- our capabilities to be able to have these conversations. And I'm like, well, really, nobody, you know. Yeah, it's just and kind so, of starting right now, right? We've just yeah. you know, kids are having parents who are more conscious now. Um, it's really like just starting. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, well, you know, in part with the advent of now we have our beautiful Pandora's box, as they say, (laughs) you know, you can Google anything, whether you're three or 305. And so there's, there's been a little bit of a, oh, we kind of have to talk about it. But then there's also this interesting dynamic that is occurring that, you know, there's a little bit pushback, you know, um, well, no, this is only supposed to be talked about by these people. And I, you know, could we just please identify one of the polka dotted elephants in the room? And that one being by and large, parents do not have conversation with their children about sex. 
or no. body. They just don't, you know. No, they really don't. And it, most of the time, I think it's the parents have not had conversation with anyone else about <laughs> sex and their bodies. So it's like, what are they going to tell their kids, you know? And so I don't fault parents for that. Um, I, I'm not making anyone wrong for not having those conversations. And at the same time, I would like to invite more people to have the conversations. And the second part of that for me is, what if we could have the conversation from the energy and the space of the curiosity and the joy of what can be possible with our bodies in, instead of the stories that we've adopted and adapted and created and invented these rules of all the reasons we should not be with the joy of our bodies. So um, when, we're, when we're saying a little to the left... <laughs> What if we could say that from the space of curiosity and joy and reverence and honor and gratitude, you know? Um, wow. So how many bodies just took a breath? <laughs> like, oh, phew. It was nice. I can actually ask for something and it won't be insulting. Yeah, so what would it be like to ask for something you truly desired and to ask for something that your body truly desired? Wow. It's funny, right? Because kids really will do that. Yeah. Like my daughter, um, the other night was uh, you were she's amazing. Last night. <laughs> yeah, she's she's funny. She's like material, man. She's like so funny, and the things that she says and the insights she has. Um, the other night, she was saying, you know, I it's just that it's not that I'm not tired. It's that I can't sleep until you've rubbed my feet. That's what they need right now. <laughs> I think I'm growing, and my feet are, are, are like, can you touch me? I'm like, okay, Ziva, cool we'll go that? massage your feet. Like, and she and she's like, okay, well, mommy, that foot's good, but this foot, it's still like there's something there. Can you change it? I'm like, yeah, wow. okay, let's go. I'm like, you just had like an hour session. She's like, yeah, okay, now I can sleep. Wow, oh, you're such a goof. You're so funny. But how, <laughs> like, how many other could be like bouncing off the wall, and they're like. Wow. No, but I really, I don't know what I need. Let me do this. I don't know. Wow. I have my body. Uh, I need a foot massage. I'm like, that's so, huge. I, I wonder if people are getting in this 10 seconds what the, the magnitude of what you've just said. Like for me, one of the things that popped was how brilliant, of course, your daughter is. And of course, she chose you as her one of her her parents. And so <laughs> we have to say, yes, there's some brilliance there. And the other thing too is, all of the amazing gifts you have given your daughter and empowered her with to be able to ask you for that and to be able to be present with her body, to be able to say to you, this one likes this and this foot, it's different. And can you, mm-hmm. you know, that's amazing. How many, how old is your daughter? She's 12? Seven and a half. Oops. See? <laughs> <laughs> I know. She, she really is brilliant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, oh my gosh, seven and a half years old, and she can actually ask you out loud. Like, she doesn't have to, like, cry or throw a fit or do something to get your attention. She can just, she's just asking you, you know. And what I get of, of the future possibilities that that is creating already for her, for you, for everyone she meets, oh my gosh, Melissa, I think <laughs> These are things you, I don't sister. even think about, but thank you. Oh my gosh! You know, it's like this is how we live, right? So I don't really right. think about it anymore. Well, isn't that yeah? 
Yeah. yeah. Like it's normal for you and how awesome that it's normal for you. Mm-hmm. And wow, that is at the same time so amazingly different than what 99.9% of people experience. So yeah, what would it be like it to have lots more of that on the it, planet? Yeah, and I get that it's actually showing up more, right? Like, um, yeah. the conversations I have with her, I get why you would think she's a teenager because the stories <laughs> I tell about her sound yeah. like that. Yes. And then, you know, you see her art page and you think she must totally. be 12. No, she's That's seven. what I was just thinking about. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah, she, yeah, she was – we had this comp- – every once in a while we'll have this, uh, you know, something's going on with my body or other um, – and she'll offer me sessions because she's really freaking oh, cute. Like that. Um, and she loves doing symphony sessions. So she'll do SOPs on me, and she calls them energetic, energy tickles. Um, and she she is diligent. Like she will, until I'm laughing hysterically, she will be there present with my body, and it could be like two hours, and she'll just be there. Wow. And like doing her magic until I just until finally like my body can laugh and she will just it's wow. for her it's like you gotta laugh or I'm not done. <laughs> so, I'm like she damn that's like pretty that amazing. That is so freaking yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, and she watches and she's like really diligent. It's very cool. So every once in a while I get these magic sessions with her. That's um, so wow. yeah, so I get to ask for that too though, right? So. Um, we're very like cool like that. Even though, even when she was a baby, um, and she just became started to become verbal, um, she would ask. She would say "rub a bum," like in order for her oh. to feel at ease. This is where kind of like I've always had a thing for bums, but uh, her her bum, like I would be rubbing it for like hours and hours, and I would move my hand off, and she would wake up, and my hand would ha- I'd literally have to be there, <laughs> hand on the bum for like almost the whole night. If I even budge, oh, she's awake. So she she's very much about contact. And, uh, yeah, she's just, like, really, really funny that way. The thing is, she's not the only one on the planet that has that thing with contact. Like, when somebody touches you and you have that, like, your body melts and there's just this, like, joy in your body and it can have ease. Yeah. Like, do you ever really want to go take them off oh. me? No. no, right? You're just like, bring it. Oh, yeah, bring more. Oh, I'll just stay with you forever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I coined the phrase when I was in uh, in high school, I think it was, and uh, of pet me whore. And that was in regards to some of the, the animals I used to hang around. But I am a total pet me whore. I'm like, I love it. put your hands on me. It's just awesome. And, yes, you know, whether it's my arm or my knee or my ankle or, you know, other uh, places of choice, it's like, there's something there's something that bodies there's like this engagement and then there seems to be this you know like our capacities sort of like uh turn on you know and and bodies bodies do things with and for each other even when we're not paying attention um and it's amazing what is possible for bodies to gift and contribute to each other and so much of that is, uh, I think, looked at as, you know, when we're little, it's it's sort of written off as just being a kid. And then it's something we're supposed to be growing out of. And yet, actually, as we grow into our adulthood, I find that bodies seem to desire even more of it and have even more, there is even more of a generative effect uh, or generative contribution of touch for bodies. And... 
so that's always been fascinating to me. But yeah, that was my that was one of my phrases. Yeah, so. it's to me it's totally interesting how as a baby you can be cuddled all the time and then by the time you hit totally. 20 you're lucky to have that hug a day or even a week. Totally. Yeah. So and yeah. It's really and of course how many studies have been done about um gosh, I know I I I have part of my life history this time around is in the healing arts and in hands-on bodywork and there are there's a library of studies that have been done on what touch actually contributes to the body. You know, and we could say scientifically they have talked mm-hmm. about this. They've proven things. And, you know, there's been research done with premature babies. There's been research done with drug-addicted babies. There's been research done with all kinds of ages of bodies and what touch provides and then, you know, touch with other complementary therapies. And in every case, I, I let me just put it this way: I don't know of any cases or any of those studies that have come up with any type of uh, results for those who have any kind of significance on results of scientific studies that that show to the contrary. You know that that show that bodies don't respond to touch, that bodies don't um, become have a greater vitality or um, a greater that moods don't improve, that um, confidence doesn't increase, you know. And, I mean, one of our simplest things is we talk about how when you talk to plants, they flourish. Change. Exactly. Yeah. When you when you talk to them and, and send energy to them of love and kindness, they flourish. And when you speak to them words of hatred, they tend to die. And so it, it's always been mind-boggling to me that we we don't make that correlation between the living material in and of the plants and the living material of our body. And and that's just always like, I'm like, how do you not get that, people? You know, now that's one of my interesting One day, is. one day, I'm, you know, that's one of my targets for the planet is to so that people can actually acknowledge that not only do they affect everything around them, that they're yes. a contribution to it and that, you know, being that being you, which is being that kindness, oh, yeah. caring, all of that, that changes everything. Yeah. And I actually was had a client the other day, a young fellow, and he um when I when I was talking to him about do you do you actually acknowledge that like if you are um in the presence of plants and trees and animals that um, that they're happy that you're there and that, you know, how happy is your body to be there? And he's like, well, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, do you get that that is like you contributing to the planet and when you're not doing that, you're killing it. But I had to get really, really bold with him, like black yeah. and white, because the truth yeah. is that is the truth. When yeah. you are willing to be you and contribute your energy to anything, whether it's a body, whether it's during copulation or whatever, and being that energy of uh, you, and that's mm-hmm. all of you. That's even like the little asshole parts of you, but you're being all <laughs> of it simultaneously. Yes. That's a contribution to everything, right? So totally. that's you not like stepping away from you or avoiding any part of you, and you are like completely, completely present. What a gift. Mm, and totally. it was an interesting thing for him to walk away. His, you know, he's like, in his early 20s or something, and for him, he was like, oh, I was like, so, I'd love to hear what you come up with about what you now know about you that you haven't known about you for so long because you Mm -hmm. couldn't acknowledge where you were magic in everything in your life. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. we we do that. How many other people are like totally magic and not acknowledging it? Yeah. Well, and you know it, that brings up for me living a turned on life. Yeah. You know, and and we can talk about it in terms of you know sexual behavior, and turn on goes so much further than that. Turn on is so much more than that. You know. Um, and you look at how much of the material world, how much of our our planet is alive and breathing. Plants, all the plants, not just our house plants, all the plants on the planet are alive <laughs> and breathing. And they do amazing things. And so I love that you pointed this out for him and, and just sort of offered a possibility of new awareness around, yeah, when when we're being present as as our turned onness and aliveness, wow, what is that? You know, it is like speaking words of kindness and gratitude and and loving to all of the living material, to the consciousness of everything on the planet, and and that could be as little as like our family in our particular house or our whole neighborhood, or our whole country, or our whole continent, or everything within the solar system and beyond. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Part of that turned on, right? Like, in um, in part of my ad, the intro of the ad, I I asked people to stay at the end of it. It's actually in the outro. um, And I asked them to stay turned on and tuned in and it's not about tuning into my radio show it's mm-hmm. about tuning into the planet right and as you yeah. are turned on you are totally tuned in oh, so yeah, yeah you yeah. can listen to my show but i'm really asking you to be tuned into everything yeah all yeah. at the same time body so yeah. when we so how about when we uh, how about if we go to a break keisha and then when we come back we'll actually talk about like copulation and all oh. that kind of aspect of it just for fun yeah. Let's do that. (laughs) We'll be right back. (laughs) Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run, assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. 
Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a boys class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? What does optimal cell health mean? And how can you create it? Pulsed electromagnetic field therapy by Swiss Bionics can improve your well-being in every area of your life. The PEMF mat stimulates cells to move and create space between cells for optimal cell function. How does it get better than that? Use two to three times per day for eight minutes will improve circulation and immune function. Cell metabolism and repair begins, and mobility also will increase. Do you desire better health? If you're interested or would like a session, call 613-473-3805 or in Toronto. Call or text 416-253-1617. Monthly rentals start at only $300 per month. Is now the time to choose Optimal Cell Health? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone. <clears throat> as I'm somehow swallowing something as I try to get back on the air, <laughs> and welcome back to the pleasure zone. Uh, maybe I was choking on my own words for what I'd like to ask my lover. Who knows? And tonight we're actually talking about a little to the left, please, where you can start to actually ask your partner, your whoever you're with, whether it's your one-night stand or whether it's your long-term partner, uh, lover, extraordinaire, all of those things, um, what it is you truly desire. So what is it that you would actually truly desire from your partner that you're not asking for is it like one of those things where every time you go to copulate you're kind of like yeah that was good and it really blow my mind if you just kind of like try this for a minute um so would you be willing to even show them or you know mm -hmm. what else possible mm -hmm. sometimes we everybody's body's different so would you be willing to like facilitate ease for your lover so that they can gift you pleasure because really lovers love gifting pleasure as far as I know as far as I'm yeah. concerned I love gifting pleasure like if you can tell me what to do and what to say and how to be and like tell me tell me what's going to turn you on I'm there I'm there with you <laughs> totally and if your lover is not loving gifting pleasure to you that could be a flag <laughs> That could be. You might Maybe ask a question or two. <laughs> Just one or two. Or come to conclusion, I'm out of here. Cool. Right. Or, or ask some questions. That does work. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How many of us aren't listening to the lack of um, desire from our lover? <laughs> Ooh, Wow. <laughs> That's a lot going on there. Wow. Uh, so what if we didn't have to be settling for that? And how many of us aren't listening to our own bodies? You know, it's like, yeah, I mean, and that's really what you're you're inviting us to really look at tonight and tune into tonight is, yeah, 
everywhere we're not willing to listen to our own body, yeah. could we make a different choice or at least be willing to make a different choice? Even if it's just try it on for five minutes, you know? <laughs> wow. Whatever that is you're trying on for five minutes, have fun. Whatever that is, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, bodies do actually have preferences. And, um, they do. And it and wow, everywhere, what I'm kind of getting a sense of is how wrong have we made pleasure? Oh, super freaking wrong! No, it's like hedonistic, wrong. and every religion under the planet oh, makes gosh. something that you yeah. should avoid, have austerities towards. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be a, a good, perfect human being and find God, sex is not part of that. Pleasure of your body is generally not part of that, unless you're maybe. Um, doing a certain type of um, Buddhist tantric practice. Right. <laughs> that, you're pretty much uh, excluding sex. And maybe some of the oh. Hindus with Shiva worshipping might yeah. include it uh, yeah. on some level. So everywhere we're ready to change that now. <laughs> I'm ready to change that. Like, what if we could... Step up and change that, yeah. I'd like to stop being pilgrims, like, you know... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Uh, <laughs> we could stop well, having. No, I'm willing to be a pilgrim of sensualness and sexualness and pleasure. Okay, I like that word. So I get what you're saying because the pilgrims are the ones who come into I different could be areas. That kind of pilgrim. Yeah, and pioneer and yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's the word I'm looking for, Keisha? It's like it's actually the religion that went with the people who wore those costumes. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? It's that. It's um. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, there was a lot of, there was, anyway, whatever that was from the yeah. 1700s with the witch burning, that. Yeah, everywhere where if you had an orgasm, you were probably going to be burned at the stake for it. Wow. wow I wonder how many and people had that. Holy, That's interesting. Holy. All wow. of the misidentification of pleasure as energies of demonic forces. Holy yeah. gosh. Oh, yeah, everywhere orgasms were illegal. Could and we going please to be hate that? Oh my gosh, crazy! Oh. Whoa, I totally have not even considered that there's still so much of that around. Oh my goodness! Okay, yeah. amazing. And oh, so I'm, uh, I'm willing to choose different. <laughs> Me too. Like, yeah. what if orgasms were not actually like having demon removal from your body? <laughs> <laughs> if they are fun, oh my God, what a concept! Well, and, you know, how much of that is really and truly that expression? And and let's just ask our bodies, everybody who's mm-hmm. listening, in this moment, whenever this moment is occurring for you, check in with your body here. What do you know, and what does your body know about the energy of being alive and being turned on and having vitality and orgasm, and everywhere that. You have worked really hard to take the lie into your life and your body as real and true that all of those energies are a wrongness or will lead you to a wrongness. Could we destroy and create that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh. I had no idea we were going <laughs> to go there. We never know where we're going to go. And as we were talking about that, it's also like, right? And and I also wonder how many times it's like we've actually asked for certain things um, in so many lifetimes or even this lifetime and been scolded for it. 
yeah. um, been told that we don't know what we're talking about, that they know more about our bodies than we do, that, um, no, I'm going to do this to you even even though, you know, you're saying that doesn't work for you, but it works for the mm-hmm. person. Like, mm-hmm. everywhere where you're not willing to listen to the body and basically, like, invade that yeah. person's space, whether they like it or not, yeah. will you just wow. acknowledge that you might actually have a capacity to listen and start mm-hmm. to tap into that rather than the other stuff? So everything that doesn't allow you to tap into bodies with total ease and be a kindness to them, will you just try and uncreate at all times a godzillion? Oh, Goodness, yeah. Right, wow. wrong, good, bad, fun on those shorts, boys and beyonds. One of the, for me, one of the fun things um, to do, like, you know, just like stepping in population is to actually ask, what kindness can I be to this body? I love that. The body is different, and even if it's the same person, it's that body might have something different. Mm-hmm. Um, and the kindness that day might be full body touch. And that's yeah. thank you, I'm done. Or the yeah. kindness might be a blowjob that day. It's like you never know what yeah. the kindness is. Yeah. So would you be willing to ask and like really connect with you, what you're mm-hmm. willing to be, and to the other person? And, mm-hmm. you know, the fun thing is the more you actually do that, it's like you're being that energy of kindness to the bodies that the other person just, it's kind of like a ripple effect. They start to do that too. And they start mm-hmm. to listen, too. Like, you're willing to bring your barriers down, their barriers come down. Mm-hmm. You ask, can you go to a little to the left? They're like, awesome. Can you just pull, pinch this a little while you do this? Awesome. I'm there. I can do that for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and let's also, too, you know, part of the time now, and I, I so get that, uh, and this is a really very common occurrence, apparently, from what I read, is that a lot of people wait until the moment or during copulation or during you know when we're we're getting into that space of that intimacy that physical intimacy to begin to ask for something or to begin to tell their partner what they like and what if you could actually have that conversation regardless of the time of day or the location and i wonder if that would create some space for you and your body and the person you're choosing to play with and their body to have greater ease with then when you come into that intimate space to actually bring your bodies together, then there's a little bit of freedom. And so there seems to be like multiple parts to this of like, if, if you've decided you're going to be offended when your lover asks you for what they desire, would you firstly be willing to let go of that and to make a different choice and maybe be an allowance of what your lover desires and then secondly, would you maybe be willing to also ask for what your body desires and be in a space of allowance with the possibility that your lover won't like really maybe get it completely there the first time, you know? Yeah. And and what if you have Not more perfection? You know? It's yeah. like, yeah, like you may have a different sensory perception in the region that you're looking for something specific than what they're aware of from, from their vantage point, you know? And and bodies are amazing, you know. And and what if we could also trust in addition to asking, we can also be trusting like that we could actually have fun with the process of finding those places and those right spots and those sweet spots. 
Being like and explorers of newfound land. Could, yeah. What if <laughs> that could be part of the pleasure? Or if there could be pleasure in that if we were willing to allow that. Um, and, you know, maybe some folks need to not be having sex or copulation um, while they're watching television. Or, <laughs> maybe, or, right? You know, maybe, maybe not trying to get that finished before the next show comes on. Or, you know, and I get that that can be fun in itself sometimes too. Um, but maybe the times you're doing something really quickly are not the times to be asking those kinds of questions too. <laughs> so <laughs> we have five minutes. And by the way, here's my shopping list, you know, <laughs> that's right. No pressure, honey. <laughs> you were saying the shopping list thing when you were talking about, you know, the couples having the conversation outside the bedroom. I was like, yeah, I can I perceive it now. People are walking down the aisles of the grocery store. So they're going right. to pick up their can of peaches and go, darling, you know, if you could really just, you know, rub me the way that you lick that peach or lick me the way that you lick that there peach. That would be so fantastic. Yeah. yeah, it could. Yeah, the conversations could be really endless oh, and a lot yeah. of fun. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. And what if we were willing to bring that energy of sexualness through our conversation and our questions everywhere, throughout every part of the relationship? Well, that's just wow. insane because you bring your sexualness to everything. You might have way too much fun. So whatever you, you do, don't do that. It'll be too creative and too expansive. That's just insane. <laughs> and you might actually have some really amazing orgasms as well. <laughs> yeah, you might. <laughs> oh, that would be so awful. Oh, I can't imagine what you would do with yourself. Oh, my goodness. As you're doing yourself, what are you doing with yourself? <laughs> And, and you know, thing, that's a, go ahead. Yeah, like what if you can have that conversation with you first? That's like, exactly where I was going. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know that's where you're going because I'm reading your brain. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's it's so and and even what if you would be willing to to touch your own body and whether you are pleasuring your own body in in the way that that you might, you know, in a in a really major way, <laughs> or whether you are just touching your body to actually become aware of the sensation of touch and become aware of the sensation of that place on your body that, that touch is and can be. And then you begin to get, or I'll ask you, what if then you begin to get a, a more clear idea, a more clear sense or clarity around what really is pleasurable for your body, you know, more of what is pleasurable for your body. It's one thing to imagine what you like. It's one thing to have an idea of where you might enjoy certain stimulations or certain um, sensations. It's another thing entirely to actually allow the body to read that. And, it, you know, you might be thinking a certain area, but it, it could actually be a little to the left of where you're thinking. <laughs> right that we actually find the sweet spot. And so, you know, whether that's the back of your knee or the back of your neck or your big toe or a more uh, personal uh, area, you know, it's, it's, it's really, what if none of that was wrong and all of it could be a part of creating more fun and more joy and more excitement in your relationship with your own body as well as the person you're choosing to play with? And their body. And what if you had no point of view about anything they're asking about? Mm-hmm. Like if they said, you know what, what I really, really like is to have um, anal penetration. 
Mm-hmm. And be like, if you have no point of view about it and you're willing to just explore the body, how much mm-hmm. fun could you have gifting them something instead of going, yeah, that's gross. I don't do that. I don't go in those places. Like, mm-hmm. what if what if you can be an amazing gift to that body just by having no point of view about whatever it's asking yeah. for? Yeah. Receiving your lover's request. Yeah, because bodies, yeah. Yeah, bodies have interesting requests, and some of them really like things mm-hmm. that a lot of people would just go, like, I'm not mm-hmm. doing that. Like, So if you have no point, it doesn't mean that you have to like having a finger in your bum, but if their body likes it, like, mm-hmm. what if you just listen to it and be like, hey, my bum's not really into that today, or maybe it will be next time. You never know. Mm-hmm. Like, And the thing is, your body will change all mm-hmm. the time. Especially mm-hmm. if you do energy work. And I've noticed that, like, whenever I go to classes, like, my body, if I've been to a two or three or four day, like, intensive or five or whatever, intensive class of energy yeah. work, yeah, um, the, my pleasure zones change. And yeah. I, I can sense things differently in different yeah. areas. So it's different all the time. Yeah. And that's really way cool in my interesting point of view. <laughs> yeah. It's very fun. So it's like, yeah, instead of having to have probably um like in my teens i i uh was so used to being rough on myself mm-hmm. that everything for me required a lot of vigorous roughness and it's actually like the more i've become gentle with me the more i've noticed that it's like yes i can walk by a flower and it'll turn me on and that's mm-hmm. pretty darn cool mm-hmm. um i think i think i was telling you guys one episode about turning on a horse um, and uh-huh. I, I turned on a, yeah, I turned on a horse. I rode the horse and then he had an erection. Maybe I didn't talk about it on my show. <laughs> I was listening. <laughs> okay, that one. The same week I had a cat do the same thing to me and he like ejaculated on me. But I'm like, wow, this is really, I have an interesting life. Animals are having these physical reactions around me. And I'm. it's not like I'm um, like rubbing them up or something but it's like mm-hmm. you can actually have be that mm-hmm. energy and turn things on yeah. um and for me those were like two like you can't fake that examples <laughs> like i could walk by a flower and go oh it looked like it just smiled at me well those two examples it was like well there was evidence on my shirt from touching the cat and like rubbing its head like its head its physical head like where its ears are <laughs> And bam, and then, eh, like the horse. I'm like, wow, these things you can't ask, right? So mm-hmm. what if you are that? And, like, sometimes what if it is, like, when you're doing a little to the left, what if it's not even uh, a physical thing? Like, what if it's, like, changing the energy of what you're being in that moment instead of having totally. the intensity of I must gift you an orgasm this is incredibly significant if I don't gift you an <laughs> orgasm I suck as a lover and I will and become robotic work really specifically mm-hmm. like you are yelling and losing control and screaming yes. at the top of your lungs yeah I yeah and if <laughs> you if don't been... scream at the top of your lungs and you just have a deep <laughs> breath and you have ease in your body that's not an orgasm right. I've seen them on pornos <laughs> And if you don't cry, I haven't done my job. I know. You know, there isn't, I have to say, I I just, you know, I did not acknowledge this for the longest time. Uh, And, and really this could be said to both men and women, each respectively and collectively. But I, part of, I've gotten a huge awareness, um, much more so in this last year around, (laughs) there is not a great deal of resource for our men, if you've chosen to embody as a man, 
I, I thank you for for persevering through the insanity <laughs> of what is presented mm-hmm. as what is appropriate for you to do and be as a lover and and as a man. And please know that that there's a very different way that many of us function that we don't rely upon what has been represented as what you're supposed to do and be. And, and just, if you would like resources, if you would like to, to talk to people, follow your intuition, follow your knowing, follow the lightness, keep asking questions, you know, call Melitza. Uh, she has a page on here on Ada Zen. You can, you can contact me. I have a page on Ada Zen. If you would like to have conversation that is not about what you're supposed to do, be, perform, and the significance of that. Um, and I just, in this last year and a half, I've just become so much more aware um, that there's really a lot of insanity. There's insanity for, for both men and women. And the, the, the insanity around the women's world aspect of this, or the female aspect of this, is equally as crazy and looks different. And there's, there's a lot of, um, I just did not get until probably this last few months, that I was always under the impression that, you know, guys had places that they could go and talk about these things and that they could actually get a different perspective. And apparently I was not having all of the information. I was just not aware. So for all of that insanity that is presented to you as what is real and true, I'm, I am saying here and now it is not so. And there are many people who have a very different point of view and who desire something very different. And Yeah, it's very, very... So, yeah, the resources are few and far between. And I often get emails, um, and that's one of the, you know, it's like an amazing thing. I, I love receiving uh, yeah. emails and texts. I got one this week from a woman who had been listening for a year uh, to the show, and she uh, was just thanking me because um, she had a lot of, really cute points of view that I could never be her friend or she was somehow so much more greater than her. I was like, are you kidding me, girl? Like, that's funny shit. But that's really funny to me because in my point of view, I started this show because I actually had such an incredible low self-esteem and I like to talk about sex. And I was like, well... I don't know if people will even want to listen to me, but I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about right now. Isn't yeah, that amazing? It's changed yeah. a lot for me, like in terms of like now having, like choosing to say what I would like. Yes. Um, and also, uh, you know, across board in my life, it's actually created yeah. so much for me because I'm talking so much. <laughs> yeah. It's so That is cool. amazing, Melissa. Yeah. Kudos to you, sister. I mean, that is amazing. And you know what? I just would like to invite everybody to take this in. The energy Melitza's being, it's so amazing to me that the thing we might be terrified of and the thing that we so often would fight to the death to prove we are not is the most beautiful, most powerful, most amazing gift we have and that we are. And what you just said was such a beautiful illustration of that. And thank you. Thanks, darling. Yeah, thank you. Oh, my gosh. It blows my mind. Every day I get, like, an email, and he's like, wow, you're so beautiful. I'm like, wow. My entire life until this last year, I targeted myself as one of the physically ugliest people on the planet. And 
it blows my mind when I get in. Wow. It's like, wow, um, maybe 40 people aren't on crack? Wow, that's kind of cool. <laughs> Can 40 people be wrong? That's like, kind of cool. <laughs> oh, I love that. You know, and so this is really, so gosh, I know we have not talked a whole lot of sexual jargon this evening. Shucks, we'll have to have another conversation. We will, for sure. And what if this is really the energy of being able to have conversation with your lover and really with your is. body? Yeah. yeah. And from this space, you could be asking the questions, would you be willing to maybe play with me in a totally different way, honey? Because, you know... I kind of have this desire, and I wonder if it would be really fun for us to do, hmm, you know, what if it could be as fun and easy and simple? And I say easy, and I don't say that to patronize anyone, but what if there could be ease for you? Yeah, like it's not stressful. It could be fun. Yeah. What if it could actually add to the relationship? Yeah. And actually, like, be the invitation for your lover to, like, oh, I'm wanting to try that. Yeah. Let's yeah. Play. yeah. And like, wow, she just had that idea. Oh, wow, I just have this idea. It actually like right. starts to open up this floodgate <laughs> of everything that everybody's been hiding. Like, oh yes, I'd really like to just hold your your bum while you copulate with me. I just want to do that for like an hour, just even if you don't move yeah. your body. I just want to hold your bum and you just be inside me, and that's what I want. Like, awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. There, there's funny things, but my body receives in the craziest totally ways. different ways, not, yeah. Yet, it's not like a book, right? So, right. It, would you be willing to toss out the book? Even some of the totally. stuff in the book makes sense. We have anatomy. Mm-hmm. There are these nerves. There's blood mm-hmm. flow. Like, there's you some anatomical things. You right. can actually you can totally chuck out the book, book. Yeah, and go out of the box on what might actually pleasure you. For all you know, you could be, like, oh, lying yes. in bed with an ear cleaner in your ear and be like, that feels incredible, and having your belly rubbed. And you're like, this is the life. Like, you I never know. know. <laughs> right? I have yeah, a thing with ear cleaners. Yeah. That's why I'm like, I really like sticking things in my ears. So I get that the ear cleaner might actually contribute to me in the future. We'll see where that goes. I, I will likely report it. <laughs> the show is like, wow. I know this yeah. show is like a 10 second show every week. <laughs> and what if, I have one more question. What if your yeah. lover is waiting for you to ask? Right. What if your lover is waiting for you to ask? I know we have to duck out. I'm so sorry, Melissa. I know. It's been great. And thank you so much, Keisha, for playing with me tonight. What a pleasure. And we're going to do this again. And let's have more of that. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) Bye, Melissa. (laughs) Bye. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Melissa Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.